Hello, and welcome to the third episode of the Hilton's podcast. Today, we will be discussing chapters 7 through 9 of The Outsiders. In these chapters, we talk about the aftermath of Johnny and Pony jumping into the church to save the children including their stay at the hospital. We also see another point of view from a sock and part of who they really are. Johnny is still in the hospital fighting for his life while the rest of the gang goes to the rumble to try and avenge him. The Greases end up winning, but at what cost? When comparing the Curtis brothers, they do kind of fit like a stereotypical sibling relationship. For instance, the oldest siblings usually have more responsibility and pressure put on them. In this case, Derry is like the father figure of the family. Derry takes on responsibility for his younger brothers, especially when his parents pass away. And it's um, he stays tough for them even though he is a young adult himself, which can be uh, very strenuous. Uh, Soda Pop is the middle child. He's, you know, good-looking, charming, stuff like that. But he fits that middle kid syndrome of mediating the two brothers and kind of playing that peacemaker role um, for his other brothers within the story. He's the middle ground between them, especially when Derry is hard on Pony Boy. Uh, Pony Pony Boy is smaller um, and more sensitive. Um, He's smart, but he is seen as the baby of the family. He looks up to both of his older brothers as role models, and he wants to fit in with them. They all grow significantly significantly throughout the story, but I feel like uh, they all still have this strong family dynamic that a lot of other people reading can relate to. They all know that they need each other to get through life, and their bond is definitely valued and loved. This is Carolina, and I will be for reflecting on my examinations of the character Derry with you all. Derry's physical appearance is muscular and tall. His hair is dark brown and stands out in the front with a cowlick in the back. His eyes are a pale blue-green eyes. A background on his life. Derry is 20 years old and is the oldest of the Curtis brothers. He became the father figure to Pony Boy and Soda Pop after their parents died in a car accident. In school, he used to be the popular guy. He was a captain of the football team and voted Boy of the Year. However, he did not have time or money for college between his jobs and taking care of the boys. Now, he is a manual laborer and works long hours to provide for all of them. From Pony Boy's perspective, He has a harsh personality and is too restrictive. However, he will soon realize that he's just trying to protect him. He enjoys fighting and likes to use his strong body to defend others. Some of his hobbies are working out and skiing. 
I believe that his motivation is protecting Ponyboy and Soda Pop. Even though he can be harsh and seems like he's got it all pulled together, he's scared just like the rest of them. He's not even an adult yet, but there's people depending on him daily. Johnny and Dally are best friends, and I think it is because Dally had the same home life as Johnny. Johnny is a scared teenager that has a horrible home life. His parents seem to not acknowledge he exists. Johnny doesn't say much, and Dally doesn't seem to know when to shut up. I think Dally sees himself as an older brother to Johnny, but he doesn't want people to think he has a humongous soft spot for Johnny. Johnny sees that Dally is good, but Dally just does not show that side. He likes to think of himself as a uh, greaser. He seems to get mad quickly and hates the world. I think he hates being a greaser, but does not think he could change it, so he decides to become, become a full greaser and act the way he does. Dally does not want Johnny to grow up and become like him. Dally hopes he has a good future set ahead of him, and that is why Dally is close with Johnny, especially since Johnny got jumped. Johnny is shy and kind of a go with whatever. Johnny is not a leader, but when he was in the church, he did take control of the situation. Dally, I think, gets himself in trouble to show he is tough and to get attention. John, like I said, Johnny kind of goes with whatever. I think he knows a lot of stuff is wrong, but he doesn't speak up. Kind of like with uh, Sherry Valance. He didn't say anything when Dally was kind of talking to her. So it was just kind of, he knows it's wrong, but he won't say much. Bob and Randy seem to be best friends. They understood each other better than any of their other friends. Randy was the only one who knew the real reason behind Bob's behavior. Randy let us in on how Bob felt, as though his parents didn't truly care for him. He talked about how Bob just wanted somebody to care enough to tell him no, to look out for his best interest. Randy ended up being in the crossfire of both groups. He wanted the fighting to stop because he knew it wouldn't bring Bob back but he also saw the point of view from the outsiders and them constantly being felt inferior. Moving on to our discussion, why do the Greases bruise themselves up for fights? Discuss the Greases' pre-rumble activities. Well, I think part of it is that they just want to show off and kind of um, stand their ground and show that they are better or equal than the socks. I definitely think it's like an equal thing. Like they're showing like, hey, we can look nice if we really wanted to. There's just kind of no point to. And then I think like them jumping around doing cartwheels and stuff is kind of like a way to like get ready for the fight as in like, they don't want to be scared, so they're just kind of trying to laugh it off, laugh it off, kind of like a coping mechanism type of thing, where they can do cartwheels and stuff to like get their heads away from like the actual fight. It's also like they're pumping themselves yeah. up for it. It's yeah. Um, it's so, like they're all their own little cheerleaders. Yeah, it's like a. I'm gonna allude this like sports. 
So, like, dressing up on game days, we dress up for pride. Like, we are showing off, like, we're ready for this. You're not just going in there already bummed down. You're trying to psych yourself up. And then same for their warm-up. They put extra grease in their hair. They're, you know, psyching themselves up, doing their cartwheels, whatever. Same way we warm up before a game. We have our crowd cheering for us. It's a way to mentally prepare for what's to come. I think it's a way to get themselves in the proper headspace. Like you see professional fighters, they're always hyping themselves up. They have like professional people there to hype them up just to get them in the right headspace. I think like you said um, about showing like in a proper way, like showing yourself in a proper way. Because I know that even like with our Zooms and stuff, when they're like, don't show up in pajamas. And sometimes there's going to be people that say, when you have a test, like, dress nice because it makes you feel a little bit more put together. Like dress for success. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's kind of what they were doing. And like Keaton said, they're just dressing nicer, like, especially with their hair, how they add more gel um, than usual. Mm-hmm. It's like they act like winners before they've even yeah. won. They're kind of manifesting in, yeah. it in a way, yeah. attracting a win. Our second discussion question is, why do you think Randy confides in Ponyboy? How does Randy's confiding help Ponyboy understand what Sherry meant by things are rough all over? Well, when she said things are rough all over in Chapter 7 of The Outsiders, she said it because the socks and greasers are both struggling with their own unique set of problems. Johnny was killed, um or he killed Bob Sheldon in self-defense and was seriously injured in a church fire. Both gangs are also preparing for a big rumble and the Curtis brothers fear they will be separated. After speaking to Randy, Ponyboy gains insight into the numerous struggles the Sox experience following Bob's death. Yeah, so like you had kind of mentioned, I think it just kind of gave that perspective of Everybody has problems, but everybody experiences problems differently. So in this case, both of them have, like, some parental issues, whether that's them not being there, whether that's kind of like that mental abuse. Um, They both have their own set of issues that they don't realize the other person is going through, and Cherry sometimes kind of acts as that uh, objective point of view to kind of bridge, bridge them and show them what it's like in the other person's shoes. Well, it's kind of like the there's problems all over, but some problems are like different than others. Like I might need, uh, like I have no time because I have sports, but Chloe or someone has like is tough because she has homework to do. Like both of those are problems, but they're just completely different. So just because one problem is different than the other doesn't make it more. It's not invalidating that problem. Yeah. I think Randy also just wanted Ponyboy to understand where Bob was coming from. He's not trying to justify his actions. He's just trying to let Pony know, like, this might be why he did it. His home life also isn't great. Like, please try to understand that things aren't the same. I think it's, like, vice versa with both of them. Like, the socks always kind of look at um, the greasers, like, oh, they're kind of messed up because of their family lives. 
but then the greasers like the the socks like they're just perfect when in reality obviously they might they probably have parents that one of them at least has gotten divorced or their family is just not a good stable family so I just think that they can't see it because just the overall sock yeah. area just seems perfect to you them. never know what's going on in their own personal lives until you can see it firsthand and obviously cherry does see that whereas the greasers can't and so her enlightening them in that matter can help them understand more to have a little bit more of a middle ground for both uh, gangs and i also think randy kind of comes to pony boy i think in a way of like telling about pony boy like it's okay that like what happened but also like he he wanted to make sure that like they knew Bob wasn't a horrible guy. He yeah. just had stuff going on that like caused him to do some things. And it, like, even Sherry was like, he was a good boyfriend and whatnot. Is the only the only time he wasn't was when he was drinking. And the mm-hmm. cause of his drinking was he wanted his parents to tell him no. Mm-hmm. So like none of it, like obviously this is fault because he did all of that. But like there was reasons for like the way he acted. And I feel like R- Randy was trying to tell Pony Boy like one, it's okay that like he died like that you guys did kill him because he told him like it was in self-defense so he's always telling him he's like it wasn't ever your fault he's kind of saying like you're forgiven but i don't want the memory of bob to be what it was so he's trying to advocate for him i think it could also like him explaining his life brought a little bit of closure in like both ways um but it also helped because they were just they always just saw that little splice of Bob's life and how they perceived him as a person. But then they're like, well, he really wasn't that bad of a person. But it was a good way to find closure. I think he was trying to clear the air, try to make things a little bit equal. Mm -hmm. Um, The last discussion topic that we're going to talk about is the Greasers win the Rumble with the Sox, but are they truly victorious? Everyone in Pony's gang is banged up, but the Greasers win, and that's all that matters. Dally grabs Pony Boy and says that they have to quickly go to the hospital because Johnny is dying. I think that they weren't truly victorious because of the aftermath that happened. I mean, yes, like you said, with their perspective, they're like, that, it, that's all that matters, mm-hmm. that we won. But then Johnny is literally dying, so and he was one of their closest friends, so I'm not sure if they really won because they may lose a person. Yeah. Even though they won the fight, they all know deep down that nothing's really going to change. Yeah, because even Pony Boy still got, um, not necessarily almost jumped, but the, at the very end of the book, they almost... He had to break off a bottle and tell him back off. The fighting still doesn't stop, even though the Greece is officially won. What I think will happen, though, is you want to have a big uh, rumble like that for a while. Because it's kind of like, all right, you lost, so it's not going to, next time you guys aren't going to win. So obviously, it's, I think that's going to be on hold for a while. And I think overall, it might slow down, but it's still always going to happen. Like like you said, it might settle that that bickering between them for a short while 
But it's just like any life lost is not like each person lost an important member of their gang. And that was kind of the whole reason for this rumble to begin with was just the whole vengeance. It snowballed out of control stuff. But they both lost somebody at the end of the day, and that took a toll on each one of their gangs. I think it's kind of unfair to, like, base off their victory off of their rumble. Mm -hmm. Because, like you said, at the end of the day, it's not like really any of them won anything. They both lost um, a person. And even though that they're glad that they won, they know that it's not like it's the last fight. Like... Not because they, even though, like, now they're technically kind of equal because they both lost a person. Yeah, it's like an eye for an eye. Yeah, it's still going to keep going, and they're still going to have fights, and they're not going to get along. Even the greasers admitted, like, it's not going to change anything. They're still going to be greasers. They're still going to be rich. Everybody's still going to have problems. All it is is just cause a fight. And this particular fight just had a poor ending. Doesn't mean there's not going to be more fights that have poor or good endings. Yeah, that's true. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. Join us for our final discussion on The Outsiders next week. Sincerely, The Hiltons.